Tell me another story, Jim. Are you listening? Please pay attention. Listen to me. How much for all this? You guys are all the same. Hey everybody, this is Jim Spruill from Zuza Films. You know, there's a terrible moment in a lot of people's professional lives when they wake up in a cold sweat in the middle of the night, realize the obvious, and scream into the dark room, Oh my God, I'm a vendor. And that moment is absolutely terrifying, especially if you have a big old lazy streak, which a lot of folks do. Because being a vendor means that now you have to get out there every day and scrap for each and every piece of business. It means you have to find a way to constantly stay on a potential client's radar. It means you have to take on jobs that perhaps are way too small for other folks. My friend and my lawyer, Daniel Wyatt, describes that particular chore as, quote, skinning squirrels to make a pelt. Well said, Mr. Wyatt. When you become a vendor, you most likely jumped into a pond, large or small, that was already overflowing and overstocked with people that do the exact same thing you do. Well, maybe not exactly the same thing, but I can guarantee you that a lot of the potential clients see it that way. They really can't see a difference. In my field, you'll hear stuff like, Oh, you write and direct videos? So does my nephew. He just bought a pack of cameras at Costco. Do you also do weddings? Now, in your heart of hearts, you may know that your work is different. You may know that you bring something special to the party. But there are plenty of folks out there who don't know or maybe don't really care. In their mind and opinion, you're the same as everyone else that does what you do. You are a commodity. And when they think that way, the only thing they'll be looking at is the price tag. So even if you're just a little bit more money, you most likely won't get the gig. It's a harsh reality that, you know, as a vendor, you have to face down and deal with. If you feel like you're making art, that's fine. And maybe you are. But most likely you're making art for a fairly unappreciative audience. Especially when that audience has a nephew with a camera. There are lots of people who have been on the client side of things for so long that the thought of jumping over to the vendor side of the fence is just too daunting. It seems too darn scary. They'd rather take their appendix out with a warm spoon. But here you are. You are a vendor. You're the person calling and hoping for an introduction. The person emailing through a friend and hoping to have some sort of relevance to the potential client's world. The person sending some stupid self-branded piece of crap hoping that it somehow cuts through the client's pile of other self-branded stuff that they get on a daily basis. When I was on the agency side, I would constantly get t-shirts, hats, mugs, paperweights, hoodies, and even the occasional squirt gun from vendors trying to get my attention. Now I'm a vendor, so I'm on the outside looking in, and the view's not always very pretty. And once you've jumped onto the vendor side, you need to understand that your invites from old buddies may drop exponentially. Maybe all the way down to zero. And zero can be pretty darn depressing. But I get it. Nobody wants a sales pitch, especially in a social situation. Of course, I don't do that. I don't know any human vendor that does that, actually. We're not idiots. But really, unless we're picking up the tab, we know we rarely get invited to dinner anymore. It's just too darn risky for some folks. Oh man, what if he starts talking shop? Well, we don't like talking shop any more than you do, trust me. It's just that when we do talk shop, we're doing it to basically get the gig that pays for our own health care, or trying to put aside money for college for our kids, or trying to just take care of the people and animals we love. And I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make this a heavy, heavy discussion. So here's what I'm going to say. 
Being on the vendor side of the fence can be lonely, tiring, and expensive, especially if you send out a bunch of self-branded squirt guns. But hey, don't cry for me, Argentina. Being a vendor and working from home has given me incredible flexibility in my work schedule. On the average, when I was with various ad agencies, I used to spend at least 15 hours a week in a car commuting into Atlanta. That's roughly 60 hours a month just sitting in traffic. It's brutal. It's horrible. But because I am a vendor now, I can make much better use of those 60 hours. Yeah, I work a big percentage of those hours, but I also get to spend a lot more time with my family. A whole lot more. All of that extra time has helped me be a better husband and really a better dad. And most importantly, I got to spend countless hours with my son before he passed away a year ago. I wouldn't trade that time for anything. So, yeah, I'm a vendor. And I've come to accept that I'm a lot like the guy hawking beers at a baseball game. Only he's a lot more necessary and way more popular. I guess in a way I'm more like the guy selling unauthorized t-shirts in the parking lot at an Aerosmith concert. I can give you something really cool that you can show off at work the next day, but you'll get it at a much better price than the guy selling them inside the arena. Hey, as Bob Dylan once said, you're going to have to serve somebody. And I'm lucky enough to serve some great clients that really do appreciate what Zuzo Films can do for them. But like anything, it's not always an easy gig. So if you get a call or a text or an email from a vendor today, be kind. We've probably already had a pretty tough day. As always, this is Jim Spruill from Zuzo Films. Check us out at zuzofilms.com. Thank you, Jim. 